Good morning, everybody. Welcome to our Christmas all-age nativity service. And a particularly warm welcome if you're a visitor or a newcomer. It's great to have you here celebrating with us. We do hope you will enjoy this retelling of the, the Christmas story. It's great to see the church decorated for Christmas, all the uh, various uh, candles and wreaths around, thanks to Ruth Flood Powell, who's been working hard on that. Um, They're not just for decoration. The candles will be lit this evening when we have our carols by candlelight service, so do please come back and join us at uh, 6.30 this evening for that. Well, it's great to have our uh, students back from university um, over this Christmas period. And I'm going to ask two of them now to come up and light our Advent candle for us. So Claire Mothforth and uh, Naomi Manzi, both going to come forward now and um, do the, do the honours for us. So we light this fourth Advent candle to remind us of our calling to reflect the light of Jesus in this dark world. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Let your light shine in the sight of men. Let them see the good things you do and praise your Father in heaven. As Neil said earlier, welcome once again to our service this morning. I'm excited because this is our first Christmas in the new building. Yeah. And we're using the theme of light, camera, action. So we have lights and cameras and action from the S Club as we tell the story using different parts of the building to do so. All will be on the big screen hopefully. No, it will be. Trust the technology so that you can see what is unfolding wherever you sit. But you may, as you sit there, see some of the characters of the story already sat amongst you. Feel part of the story this morning. And we have a choir who will be leading singing of some of the new songs. But please join in with them as soon as you've picked them up. The words will be on the big screen here. And I'd like to begin by introducing Dr. Nigel King, who will be one of our narrators this morning, playing the part of Dr. Luke, who wrote Luke's Gospel. Dr. King. Many others have tried their hand at putting together the wonderful harvest of scripture and history that took place among us. They've used reports handed down by the original eyewitnesses who served this word with their very lives. Since I've investigated all the reports in close detail, starting from the story's beginning, I decided to write it all out for you, most honourable Theophilus, so you can know, beyond the shadow of a doubt, the reliability of what you were taught. Uh, In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy... God sent the angel Gabriel to the Galilean village of Nazareth to a virgin engaged to be married to a man descended from David. His name was Joseph and the virgin's name Mary. Upon entering, Gabriel greeted her. Good morning. You're beautiful with God's beauty. Beautiful inside and out. God be with you. She was thoroughly shaken, wondering what was behind a greeting like that. But the angel assured her, Mary, Mary, you have nothing to fear. 
God has a surprise for you. You'll become pregnant and give birth to a son and call his name Jesus. He will be great. He will be called Son of the Highest. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will rule Jacob's house forever, no end, ever, to his kingdom. Mary said to the angel, but how? I've never slept with a man. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest hover over you. Therefore, the child you bring to birth will be called Holy, Son of God. And did you know that your cousin Elizabeth conceived a son, old as she is? Everyone called her barren. And here she is, six months pregnant. Nothing, you see, is impossible with God. And Mary said, yes, I see it all now. I'm the Lord's maid, ready to serve. Let it be with me, just as you say. Then the angel left her.
about that time, Caesar Augustus ordered a census to be taken throughout the whole empire. This was the first census when Quirinius was governor of Syria. Everyone had tra to travel to his own ancestral hometown to be accounted for. Aha! New orders from Rome. Another census from Augustus. Quite right. I mean, look at all these people here. Hundreds of them, just waiting to be counted and taxed. Why, do they all ask, what have the Romans done for us? Don't they realise building roads and forums is an expensive business? You. Yes, you. Down there. What's your name? And what family are you from? Ugh, you Jews and your kings. So where is King David's hometown? So why are you still in Nazareth then? Go on, be off with you. Pay your taxes to Caesar. Who's that with you? Mary. And a pregnant Mary at that? Well, she'll have to go with you. Go on, off you go. But don't expect any child benefits when she's given birth. <laughs> So Joseph went from the Galilean town of Nazareth up to Bethlehem in Judea, David's town, for the census. As a descendant of David, he had to go there. He went with Mary, his fiancée, who was pregnant. What do you want? Oh, I haven't got any... I'm sorry, this is my bedroom. Guests! What's the matter with her? Oh, well, it's... Impossible there. Can't you read? It says maximum two people. Well, look, as a last resort, you could go there. If, look, if you just no, can't, can't leave my room, someone else will come. Get through there, and there's some animals and some hay. If you don't mind being in there, I mean, they, the animals are okay. They don't—they they smell a bit, but they don't snore. Well, very much anyway. Go through there. While we were there, the time came for her to give birth. She gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in a blanket and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the hostel.
Yes, there were shepherds camping in the neighbourhood. They had set night watches over the sheep. Suddenly, suddenly, God's angels stood among them, and God's glory blazed around them. They were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. I'm here to announce a great and joyful event that is meant for everybody worldwide. A saviour has just been born in David's town. A saviour who is the Messiah and Master. This is what you're to look for. A baby wrapped in a blanket and lying in a manger. At once, the angel was joined by a huge angelic choir, singing God's praises. Glory to God in the heavenly heights. Peace to all men and women on earth who please him. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the shepherds talked it over. Let's go over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left running. They left running. <laughs> they left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. Seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angel had said to them about this child. 
All who heard the shepherds were impressed. All who heard the shepherds were impressed. But Mary kept all of these things to herself, holding them dear, deep within herself. The shepherds returned and let loose, glorifying and praising God for everything they had heard and seen. It turned out exactly the way they'd been told. Who are you going to be this year? Light, camera, action. Look back at Luke's Gospel and you'll see themes of light, camera and action all the way through. The light of Christ has come into the world. Luke, with his doctorly discipline for detail, wrote down the eyewitness accounts, just like how we might use our cameras today. And you've seen the action so far. So what's your action going to be? Who are you going to be this year? Why not be a shepherd 
realize that you are far from abandoned on a cold hillside and that God wants to involve you in letting people know that he is here today. Come and see, go and tell. Think of the joy on their faces as they got to share that good news, just as they had been told. Do you remember Nathan and his bottle of ketchup and his mum saying, told you so, told you that would happen. Imagine the angels saying to the shepherds when they met over the manger, told you so. That could be you, one of the shepherds. Because God came to earth as Jesus, a vulnerable baby. Part of that vulnerability is that he opens himself to our misunderstanding or our ignoring him. To Quirinius, the Roman governor, Jesus would have been just another Jewish boy. Another person who would have to fit into living under Roman rule and pay his taxes. Thirty years later, when quizzed by Jews about whether they should pay taxes to Caesar, Jesus' answer was really simple. Yes, give Caesar what is Caesar's, but give God what is God's. Don't try to live a life without relating to the giver of life. Quirinius saw numbers, not people, and would have been too tied up in day-to-day life to understand the relevance of Jesus to him. The shepherds, discovering that Jesus had actually come looking for them, responded to the angel's message and later went back to work as shepherds, changed men, no longer just counting sheep, but filled with the hope and knowledge of the glory of God in their lives. He's the king. And later a tax collector called Matthew became one of Jesus' disciples and also, like Luke, wrote things down so that we could know, so that the light of God's truth could shine on us too. And Alan is going to come up and read some of Matthew's gospel as the story continues. Now, Alan is not a tax collector, but as a church treasurer, a tax rebate collector whenever he can. (laughs) And watch out, because you get to be part of the action now as well. As we move to Jerusalem and to Herod's court and temple and the wise men come to see Herod, you need to help their question, where is the newborn king, travel from this side of the church over to Herod. Pass the message on. Pass the question on to your neighbour when you're asked, where is the newborn king? Alan, over to you. Matthew, I should say. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem village, Judah territory, and this was during the time of Herod's kingship, a band of wise men arrived in Jerusalem from the east. They asked around, where can we find and pay homage to the newborn king of the Jews? We observed a star in the eastern sky that signalled his birth. We're on pilgrimage to worship him. When word of their inquiry got to Herod, he was terrified. And not Herod alone, but most of Jerusalem as well. Herod lost no time. He gathered all the high priests and religious uh, scholars in the city together. That's all we could get. (laughs) 
where is the Messiah supposed to be born? They told him, Bethlehem, Judah territory. The prophet Micah wrote it plainly. It's you, Bethlehem, in Judah's land, no longer bringing up the rear. From, from you will come the leader who will shepherd rule my people, my Israel. Herod then arranged a secret meeting with the wise men from the east. A secret meeting with the wise men from the east. Pretending to be devout as they were, he got them to tell him exactly when the birth announcement star appeared. Then he told them the prophecy about Bethlehem and said, Go, find this child, leave no stone unturned. As soon as you find him, send word, and I'll join you at once in your worship. Instructed by the king, they set off. Then the star appeared again, the same star that they had seen in the eastern skies. It led them on and on. <laughs> and on. And it led them on until it hovered over the place of the child. They could hardly contain themselves. They were in the right place. They'd arrived at the right time. <laughs> they entered the house and saw the child in the arms of Mary, his mother. Overcome, they kneeled and worshipped him. Then they opened their luggage and presented him gifts, gold, frankincense and myrrh.
Shall we have a round of applause for our actors down here? Well done, thank you. Well done. And I hope you applauded yourselves at the same time in the acting that you did in that last bit. How did it feel to be someone in Jerusalem, in the hubbub of confusion, when visitors announced that they've come to see the newborn king? Imagine how threatened Herod would have felt. Would he lose power and control to this new king? And yet, as they say, wise men follow Jesus. When you look for Jesus, you discover that he came to earth because he was looking for you first, and he wants to be part of your life. Remember the joy on the wise men's faces as they realized they had completed their quest, which would have taken days and days to travel there, and that they were overcome as they entered the house and saw the baby Jesus there, overcome that all they could do was give him their worship. So you could be a Herod and try and find ways to ignore Jesus, get rid of him, keep your life to yourself. Or you could be a wise man and respond in worship to the God who loves you so much that he came down to live amongst us and die for us so that we might live for him, willingly, in response to his love, giving him power and control in our lives. The light of Christ has come into the world. Cameras have recorded and played this message of grace and truth and hope. What is your action going to be? Well, our next action together in this service is to join in this song which wraps up the play and looks forward to Christmas. You won't be able to resist joining in. So as soon as you've picked it up, please do join in. This is a bit of a countdown to Christmas.
After that, let's pray. Our Father, you are so worthy of our praise for all you have done. You are generous and overflowing with your kindness. And we thank you for all your many blessings. Most of all, we thank you for the gift of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus. We thank you for his journey from heaven's throne room to earth and from earth to the cross. Jesus is the light of the world and through him we can know you. As the light of the world, he defeats the power of darkness and sin. And we praise you that the light gives hope and comfort to the hurting, the lonely, and the ill. And we ask that Jesus, the light, will be with us in times of darkness and pain, that he will give us peace. At Christmas, we're reminded of the goodness of your Son and your deep love for us. Jesus is the light of the world and chases away all the darkness. Hallelujah and Amen. We're going to finish our service with a tune we all know, the Sussex Carol. But you've got a slightly different rhythm, as you will hear and hopefully pick up very quickly. Fabulous words for what we've just been talking about, about hearing that great news and wanting to share it with other people. News of great joy, news of great mirth, news of our merciful King's birth. And the last verse, all out of darkness we have light, which made the angels sing that night. Glory to God and peace to men, now and forevermore. Now, the first three verses are fairly straightforward. You'll have to watch the timing at the end of it. Um, And the end of it has a bit of an extended ending, so it should be fun. Let's stand and sing together with great joy. Thank you.
Hasn't that just been a wonderful retelling of the Christmas story? And there have been so many uh, young people involved, those who've been up the front, those you've helped with setup, those who've been helping with all the techie stuff. So if you're um, a young person or teenager, do you just want to stand up if you've been a part of this morning? We, just, we love the young people here, and it, wouldn't it be good just to celebrate all their hard work this morning? Well done. Well, as, uh, as we've been reminded, there's a wonderful retelling this morning of the Christmas story. And of course, we're looking forward now to Christmas, a few days away. But the story doesn't end even on Christmas Day, does it? Because as we've been reminded this morning, uh, lights, camera, action. How are we all going to respond this Christmas and into the new year to the wonderful message of Christmas we've heard? Uh, can I say a massive thank you to all of you for being here today, particularly if you're a visitor. Um, please do join us for refreshments outside um, afterwards. We'd love to get to know you. And a reminder, we've got Cows in the Square on Monday evening at 6.30. Uh, we've got um, uh, Cows by Candlelight here tonight. Christmas Eve service here at 4 o'clock. And then the Christmas Day celebration at 10 o'clock. It'd be great if you want to join us for any of those services and indeed for other services into the new year. Shall we pray together as we finish? Our loving Father, we thank you that we've been able to play a small part this morning in the great story that Christmas was a time when you came into the world to show us who you were and show us your commitment to us by sending Jesus. We thank you for the great joy we've been able to celebrate this morning with the shepherds and the wise men. And I pray for us all as we look forward with expectancy to Christmas Day and all the celebrations we will enjoy that at the heart and focus of it all would be a celebration of the birth of Jesus our King and Saviour. Amen.